Hello friends, and welcome to Trotal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs Project with Trotal Power. I'm your host, Trotal Power. This is the podcast where I play games in a powerful way. That long pause was because I was trying to decide whether I was saying podcast or project. I think what I'm doing is, uh, here's the secret, friends. If you hear me say project at the beginning, that means there's a good chance there's a video version of that episode. If I say podcast, probably not a video version. Um, there probably will be a version, uh, a video version of this episode because we're playing a little bit of uh, Boot Hill Bounties this morning. Uh, the creator of Bo the Boot Hill franchise was kind enough to let me check out Boot Hill Heroes back when it first released, and then to give me a key for Boot Hill Bounties as well on the Nintendo Switch. Um, and I've been waiting to play it. I, I wanted to finish Final Fantasy VIII first, kind of get my head in the right space for for a different RPG, and I think. I think it is time. So we are going to um, launch into it. We're on the title screen here, Boot Hill Bounties. Grab some water. And we are going to go into a new game. Let me move that over there. Yeah, I like that better. All right. New game. Is that chicken? Ah, coyotes. Maybe. Is that kid? He looks a little older, I think. Maybe? There's Rusty the dog coming to sniff at him. He's going, wake up, kid, wake up. I feel like kid's face looks a little more mature. Uh, okay, I'm in control now. Kid's wearing a vest now. He's got a red handkerchief on. He's got a nice cowboy hat. Um, let's check his equipment. He's wearing a Stetson right now. I'm gonna check these uh, crates and found a found some knickerbockers and I didn't see what the weapon was. Green River knife. Knickerbocker. No trappings to equip. Okay. So uh, for the podcast listeners, we're at a at a fire at a campfire here uh, next to a little stream and a waterfall. And our dog Rusty is growling up the hillside. So we're following Rusty up the hillside now. We can see some stars in the distance. And the top of this hillside looks like a terrifying surrealist painting of a melted face. And sitting on top of the melted face is a coyote. My dog really does not like the coyote's howl. And a familiar voice says, careful, kid. And, and then I hear a horse's neighing and kid looks confused and Rusty's growling. And there, across the water, is Doc, the bounty hunter from the first game. And he says... They say Ghost Rock stirs something in the wildlife here. That coyote looks poised to attack. Kid looks back up at the coyote on top of Ghost Rock. And the coyote jumps down. Oh no. And he howls at Kid. And I go into a battle right away. And we're going to go to battle mode. Wait. This cannot be changed until after the tutorial is complete. Okay, that's fine. Um, we're going to use Beagle Bay. Uh, no, we're not, because Doc pops up and says, Kid, don't panic. I've seen you take on deadlier animals than this coyote. But if you need a combat explanation, I'm here to remind you how this works. Uh, nah, I got this. Okay, kid, if you say so. I'll let you go with this alone. But if you want a refresher later on, talk to your dog. Alright, Beagle Bay should knock him off balance, I believe. 
and then we're going to uh, smash his normal physical damage with a hand weapon, tackle his heavy melee damage with 50% chance to stagger, but he's already staggering. I think it was actually 25% chance. I don't know why I said 56%. Uh, we're going to put a dodge into place here. Maybe I'll try playing this on active this time around. The, the weight option just seemed much less frantic to me. Um, and with RPGs, I'm often playing them like... I'll, I'll play an RPG in the morning, and then when my kid wakes up, he'll like drink some milk and just kind of chill on my lap for a while sometimes, and that's that's a little bit extra RPG time for me. This coyote looks really malnourished. Um, poor coyote is not, clearly not getting enough to eat. Um, why am I using tackle? Just use smash. Yeah, okay, we need the coyote. I love that music. Uh, Coyote slinks off to survive another day. All right, let's bring my camera down a little bit. I feel like my camera's a little high. It looks a little weird. There, hi, how's it going? You know what it is? Is my camera should be in closer a little bit. That's the problem. There we go. Hello. Uh, total XP 180 grade D VP bonus times one. And then I get options that says continue or melee master. Let's use melee master. Could only use melee attacks. Oh, okay. Cool. And then it shows my XP building up for kid. Um, so, and then, oh, and his Stetson level went up too. I like that. You can see a little bit more what's happening with your experience points after a battle. Cool. Doc's now riding his horse across the river, coming up to see us. And he says, kid, looks like you got Rosie's letter too. And now it's showing Doc on a black screen. And it says, a former doctor who came out west to practice medicine, but found only tragedy. He joined the Boot Hill Posse to bring down the Saints' little gang. But his ideals clashed with Sheriff Howes. Doc's regret over allowing the Saints' little gang to escape has consumed him for ten years, turning him into a grim bounty hunter. I love this world. I, I really I really enjoyed the first game quite a lot. I first met Kid in Swellsville when that card shark Monty Spade swindled the boy out of a week's pay. And it's a flashback. It's showing us the scene from the first game. And then it shows another still shot of them riding horses together through the woods. I couldn't talk Kid out of messing with a member of the Saints' little gang, so we agreed to follow Monty Spades together into the Whisker Woods. That's when Kin that's when Kid overheard the truth about the attack on Ashwood. The Saints Little Gang were the real culprits, and they framed the Chepaquick. But why did the Saints Little Gang come out of hiding after ten years to frame the Indians? Didn't have a chance to reckon on that. We got separated when Kid pursued Monty Spades alone down the Snake Tail River. I like this. I like this way of recapping the first game. That's very clever. Look at that. Sun's coming up and Rosie Moon still aren't here. Kid says, dot, dot, dot. Kid's a silent protagonist. Oh, choose Kid's response. I don't remember this from the first game. They could be in danger. We can't do this alone. This could have been a trap or we don't need them. Uh, they could be in danger. And now Kid says, the Saints little gang are out there. By now, word is, word is spread about Monty Spades and no doubt they'll come after us. They could have gone to Moon and Rosie. Then there ain't no time to waste. Let's move. Hey, Doc has joined my party. All right, uh, let's go across the river, and there's a heart on the ground? 
Um, the pixel art on, oh, and an, an apple. Uh, the pixel art on the stream here is really lovely. It's very nice. Nice pixel art. All right, we're now in the woods. Oh my gosh, visually, definitely upgrade. I did just get into a battle with some bunnies. Look out, kid. These rabbits mean business. Your party starts with extra power for getting the jump on these enemies. All right, we're gonna do a Beagle Bay against that rabbit and a Cold Cock against this one. And then we're going to do a Blast and a Smash and a Barrage. A Barrage is way overkill, but that's fine. Oh, Dang it, Doc got hit for one damage, otherwise that would have been a perfect battle. And then Kid says, they'll let us pass now. And so, grade A, and there's just a whole bunch of bonuses that we got, but that's cool, our grade was A. Uh, Doc defeated an enemy with a critical hit. Doc was the only party member who has attacked. Doc took twice as much damage as the second biggest punching bag. Uh, Doc got the most bonus points, and Doc got twice as many bonus points as the person in second place. Cool. And now our experience goes in, and our our hats level up. All right, cool. Um, yeah, the, this this forest looks really lovely. I it, better better trees, better grass than the first game. Very very lovely. Uh, Rusty the dog says, "Oh, there you are. Sorry, I got tired of waiting for Doc to finish his story, and I wandered off. I found some things around here that you might find useful." But you have to do something for me first. Rusty's giving you a new challenge. Read a challenge. <laughs> and then Rusty says, There, I just gave you a fiendish challenge that you must complete before I give you anything. <laughs> I'll just rest here until you solve it. Good luck, kitty. <laughs> Press plus to open the pause menu. And there's a section called Rusty's Challenges, and it has it says new next to it. And then it says read a challenge, and it says new next to it. Your first challenge is to access the pause menu and read this challenge. In fact, by reading this right now, you've just completed the challenge. Good job. All right, <laughs> we did Rusty's Challenge. And he says, what? You finished already? Well, a deal's a deal. Here's what I promised. <laughs> Rusty gave me some moccasins. I thought you'd have more trouble with that challenge, but don't worry, that was the first of many challenges I'm thinking up for you. Whenever I think of a new challenge, I'll send you a message at the bottom of the screen. Oh, I just thought of some. Rusty's giving you a new challenge. See Vantage Description. I know how to do that. We gotta get into a battle. You can see the details of each challenge and keep track of which ones you've completed in the Rusty's Challenges menu. Whenever you complete a challenge, come see me and I'll give you the treats that I find. Why am I making you do this? Well, dog owners have been making their dogs do tricks and rewarding them with treats for ages. Maybe I just get some sick thrill out of seeing our roles reversed. <laughs> I love it. Another bunny. Let's fight the bunny. All three bunnies this time. Two brown bunnies and black bunny. This family of hares is challenging us for this territory. Alright, we're gonna Beagle Bay, and we're gonna Cold Cock, and then that's gonna leave one stand-in, and we're gonna Beagle Bay him too. And then we're gonna blast this black bunny, and then we're gonna- Oh, we got- we got- we both got kicked. And nibbled. Oh, man. Alright, uh, use Tackle against the black one. I feel like we should take him out first. I don't know why. Uh, I feel like he's- he's different. Is he gonna be more powerful than the two brown bunnies? I don't know. Probably not. Um, let's do blast against you. Stop kicking me, bunnies. 
man. Alright. Wow, Barrage does 20 damage. That is just insanely powerful. Uh, let's do another Beagle Bay while Kid gets a Barrage ready. And that should take out this second bunny, I do believe. Whenever it goes off. Takes a while. Eventually it'll go off. Oh, never mind. Kid killed him with a smash. He got a critical hit with a smash, and that was enough to do it. The rabbits agree to let you pass. Grade C. Alright. Alright. Uh, Kid said since now level 2, unlock the new vantage kick. Kick, power cost 2, weak physical damage. Choose a current vantage to replace with kick. This is a huge upgrade from the first game because in the first game you would unlock vantages but then there was a menu you had to go into to change the vantages around and it was okay but it was cumbersome and i like this a lot more that just as soon as you get it you can choose to to replace one of the other ones that you've got um weak physical damage um i think i'm gonna keep smash smash is only three i believe and kick is two so we're gonna keep current for now but I like that menu a lot. All right, um, let's at least get to the first town here. Um, another bunny is trying to attack us. I'm trying to avoid it if I can, um, because much like the first game, you can see the encounters on screen, which is nice. Uh, let's see, Connor Tallmadge is yelling out to us and says, hey, over here. And we're gonna go look, uh, there's a broken bridge. I'm guessing he's on the other side. Yep, there he is, Connor Tallmadge. Doc says, what happened to the bridge? And Connor Tallmadge says, Chip Quick took it out yesterday. Sorry, it'll take me a couple days to fix it. And I'm gonna say, have you seen Rosie? We're looking for a girl with red hair. Have you seen her around? You mean Rosie? Yeah, she's hunkering with McKen on this side until I get the bridge repaired. The cabin's just about southeast of here, but you'll have to find a way across. How about Moon? You said the Chip Quick destroyed this bridge. Was there a girl with them? A squaw, huh? Not likely. These look like fighting bucks to me. And Alma says there's another way to cross the river. And he says, maybe if you follow along the beach there, you can find a way across. Alright, I don't have any more questions. I could have asked why did the Chepacook destroy the bridge, but I bet they didn't. Uh, ooh, toggle vantage info. Have a second player join. Um, new challenges popped up. Um, I don't believe that it was the Chepaquick. I think it was the Little Saints gang, and that guy was just taken in by their ruse. Um, hey, there's Moon just came running down the cliff and jumped down to see us. And Doc says, Moon Dancer, there you are. And Moon Dancer pulls out her arrow and aims it at us. And we're both like, oh no! And she says, ah, behind you. What? And we look behind us, there's nothing there. But then it goes into the battle screen, and there's two vicious ducks! Uh, she says, these sport bills think we're competing for the fish here. Alright, everybody, let's do some punches and some blasts. And so, what's Lunar Crush? Medium mental damage on all targets? Cool! Yeah, do that. Uh, you're gonna use Cold Cock on that one, then. And they'll both be susceptible to her attack. Uh, yeah. Good smash, buddy. Didn't do much damage, but that's okay. There's some good mental damage against all opponents. Not enough to take either of them out, though. So we're going to focus our fire on the uh, Spoonbill on the left. And just really try to get one out of the action. Man. Okay. Moon Dancer, or Moon's going to have to use Moonlight on herself to heal herself. Because she was already, like, at, like, a quarter health. Maybe even less than that. Um, not, not, not good. Not good in this fight. 
Oh, come on, that Sport Bill's got like a single health left. Let's use Beetle Bay on the second one. There we go. Moon used Archery to take out a duck. Good job, Moon. Alright, everybody unload on second duck here. Should be able to take it out pretty easily. There's an archery shot. Didn't quite get it. It's going to get an attack off, though, before my next attack. We'll take it. We'll take your attack. What do you got? Oh, nope. Doc got a blast off first and killed the duck. Sporkbills flew away to find a new source of food. All right, grade A. I'm not even going to look at all the, the bonuses and stuff I got. That'll be fun for me to keep track of that stuff on my own time. Not great for uh, for the show. Doc's Fedora is now level 2. Unlock the Vantage Bounty. Bounty is power cost four. Regain power if this attack defeats the target. So here's here's the only problem with this vantage menu. I was talking about how great it was, but it doesn't tell me how many points the vantages I currently have equipped are, which would be nice to know. So it's just a little bit of a bummer. Um, power cost four. I believe blast is three. Barrage is eight though. Barrage I'm rarely gonna use at least for a while. But Pump just powers up your next attack. I probably won't use that either. Bounty regains power if the attack defeats the target. So I'm going to get rid of Barrage, keep Pump, because I can use Pump to power up Bounty. And then... Yeah. And then and then hopefully get some free attacks. We'll do it that way. All right, now it goes to black to show moon, and it says, A rebellious Chepequick who defied the orders of the chief, her father, and abandoned her tribe in order to follow a path she believes in. She possesses both a warrior's spirit and a sage's deep reverence for nature. Moondancer's strong will has created conflict between her obligations to her people and her own convictions. And then we get flashbacks of when she met Kid. She says, I found Kid washed up near the Chepequick... I found Kid washed up near the Chepequick Valley after his encounter with Monty Spades. He explained to me responsible. He he explained to me that the Sandstill Gang was responsible for the attack and had framed the Chepequick. Then it shows the meeting with the dad, with the chief. I brought Kid to my Yankwa to explain the situation. However, there was a lot of discussion about what the Chepequick should do. Led by our medicine man's prophecy, many Chepequick were eager for war, while others hoped we could clear our name and find peace. I snuck out of my village with Kid, determined to meet his people, despite the orders of my Yankwa. We nearly died in the desert of Fool's Feast. Thankfully, we were picked up by a traveling circus. However, in exchange for transportation, we agreed to assist with the show. And now we're back to the present. I was trying to listen to the river, but you two make so much noise, it's no wonder the animals get disturbed by your presence. And Doc says, We were waiting all night at the Ghost Rock while you were listening to the river? Don't you know that the Chepequick have destroyed the bridge? And she says, I know. I was hoping the river could tell me why my people would do this. The kid looks confused, and I can say, what did the river say? Or, a river can't talk. Nah, a kid knows Moon well enough to not be a jerk. He's gonna say, what did the river say? It speaks incessantly. The water exclaims as it crashes against every rock and twig. I listen to these arguments and learn. But today it sounds different. Better than just asking a person? People can only reveal truth as they see it. But Otakwa, the great voice from the earth, shows us pure truth. There. Look. And the camera pans down towards a, a small waterfall with some logs at the base of it. There are logs caught in the waterfall. They're creating new conversations with the water. That's why the Snake-tailed River sounds different today. This must have something to do with why the Chepequip destroyed the bridge. 
camera pans back up. We might be able to use that old tree to cross the river. Let's keep moving. We still haven't found Rosie. Uh, I'm into a battle with a big turtle. Thought I was stepping on a rock, but now this turtle's hopping mad. The party starts with extra power for getting a jump on this enemy. Gonna Beagle Bay. Going to blast. Uh, this turtle's preparing for, preparing for a power 10 attack. We should try to be evading before it hits. Yeah, power 10. Wow, that's his whole scale. It's a lot. Um, so, I'm gonna do a couple attacks. Doc doesn't have an evade ability. That's, that's not great for this situation. So Doc's just gonna have to take the hits when the hits come, you know? Well, I got a critical hit against Turtle, that's good. There's no way we're gonna kill this Turtle before that comes up, though. Uh, Moon needs to dodge again, because her dodge was wearing off. Uh, maybe it's not? I guess it's not. Oh man, Doc died! And Doc has contracted madness. Um, Moonlight can't bring Doc back, can it? Nope. So I guess we'll just keep punching. This turtle's preparing for a 10-power attack. We should try to be evading before it hits. Oh, good. Uh, that's fine. We'll be able to evade it. Okay, again. Only Doc can't, and he's dead, so that's fine. It's fine that he can't evade. It's just a bummer, because he does the most damage of anybody on my team. Um, let's do a dodge, and dodge for both of you, and Doc's back up, just in time to get hit again. Well, cold cock. Will you get that off before you get knocked out, Doc? You did, good job. Ooh, and cold cock, wait. Cold cock chance to stagger, higher accuracy 100% stagger. That changed what attack he was doing. I, f I didn't expect that. Um, let's use Smash. I really like the music. Just the, 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 it's just, you know what? I like the whole thing. This game is charming as heck. Doc has become infected with gangrene and is no longer able to fight. Oh man, poor Doc. Um, good music, good art, good writing. I, I really enjoyed the first game in this series a lot, and I'm really excited to be stepping into the second. Especially after, listen, my RPG time lately has been playing, uh, uh, good old Final Fantasy VIII. And listen, that game's very fun. I enjoyed playing Final Fantasy VIII. But it's, it's just, it's wild, and it's hard to follow, and I'm excited to come back to this game that's just... A little more straightforward, you know? Simpler times. Excited. Um, here's his big attack, but uh-oh, Kid's not dodging yet, and I don't know if his dodge is going to go off before the attack. It did not. So, Kid is now dead, but Doc is back up. Alright, Doc, do a cold cock. And... I guess Moon will just keep attacking and dodging, right? There's not much else for it to do. Do a blast, Doc. Okay, let's get Moon's dodge up. Uh... Yeah, okay. The turtle uh, killed Moon, but just as she killed Moon, Kid came back to life. So, that's good. Um... 
Can we maybe kill it before it gets this 10, level 10 attack off? Maybe. Oh, it's looking close. Okay, kid's getting a dodge in place just in case, but I think Doc's gonna kill the turtle. Doc killed the turtle. All right, way to go, Doc. Whew. The turtle has agreed to be a stepping stone. That's kind of it. I got a rank D. Feels bad, man. Uh, Moon's Headband is now level two. Unlock the Vantage Flame Arrow. I love Flame Arrow. We're gonna replace Lunar Crush with Flame Arrow. Um, has a good chance of setting the opponent blaze. Kid Stets is now level three. Unlock the Vantage Tumble. Successfully evade a physical attack, but lose all remaining power and drop the stance. No, we're gonna keep our current. Cool. Um, should we find Rosie? Let's let's keep pressing on, see if we can find Rosie before we uh before we call it quits here. Oh, there's a beaver dam. Uh, what do you know when we try and walk across it, three beavers show up. We need to cross this creek, but the path is blocked by a beaver dam. Um, that's a lot of beavers. Let's focus on one at a time. Aw, oh, one of the beavers used a defensive move called Stick Fort. That's adorable. Hell yeah! Doc killed a beaver to death with uh, with one shot, and it was his bounty. Well, not one shot, I mean other people had attacked first. But it was his bounty, so he got a free attack out of it. That's that's great. How, how can you not love this music? I really, I'm just enamored with these games. You know, between discovering the Boot Hill franchise and discovering the Tide of Tasmanian Tiger franchise, I feel like I am just like accidentally falling into franchises that are great, that have been around for a little while that I've just completely missed out on. Obviously this hasn't been around as long as Tide of Tasmanian Tiger, but it's been around, you know, it's been out for a couple years on Steam, so I just, I didn't know, didn't know it existed. There's the last beaver down. Don't worry, the beavers can rebuild their home. Yeah, I hope so. I got a C rank on that one. Not great, but I'll take it. Ooh, Fedora leveled up. Unlocked, protect. Leap in front of attacks on hurt party members. Nope, keep current. All right, uh, looks like my headband and my setson should both level up after our next battle, um, which hopefully will be with Rosie. One of my complaints about the first game is that like you got the party together right at the end of the game. So you didn't get to do much with your whole party of four. And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that in this game, you get your party of four and uh, kind of have them for the whole game. I think that would be cool. Just ran away from a scorpion that was chasing me, y'all. I didn't want to fight a scorpion. I just pushed a tree down into the river and I'm gonna use it to get to those logs we were looking at earlier. Neat. Now we can use those logs to get across the river and that should let us get to uh, the house that uh, Rosie's staying at. But first, there's some people we gotta talk to. Uh, this is Greta Talmage who says, Mercy me, there's another Indian. And Doc Finch says, don't worry, wait, Doc Finch, not Doc, says, don't worry, Miss Talmage, Moondance is a Chappaquick princess. She's not here to harm you. And Moondancer walks up and says, I'm not a princess. I'm simply the daughter of the Peace Chief, but we have no concept of royal blood. Doc says, Doc Finch, what are you doing here? 
and he says, Connor Talmage was attacked by the Chippewick while trying to repair the bridge. I came to attend to him. And he goes running off, and Greta Talmage says, You must be Rosie's friends. She's inside my home looking after the little one. Come on in, I just baked some cornbread. And she goes running off too. And we're gonna follow her. Let's go meet Rosie, and then we'll we'll call this first impressions episode to a close. Um, my first impression. Well, 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 I was gonna start wrapping up, but let's go get Rosie first. Uh, she's not in here. Other than some unruly wildlife, we've never had any kind of attack like this. My husband was put here to maintain the bridge, not to fight off savages. And her husband's in bread, and uh, the doctor's looking after her. And I'm starting to head down the stairs when Doc Finch says, "Whoa! I hate to see Kid go out there in such bad shape." Come talk to me and I'll patch you up for free. Alright, please do. I typically charge for my services, but these people need your help. If any of you have any wounds, I can remove them for free. F please, yes, do that. Patch me up. Poor Doc. Needs healing. Um. Doc was cured of gangrene. Doc was cured of rabies. And then I can also buy a med kit, except for I have zero dollars, so no I can't. Uh, wait. Do I have more to heal? He won't let me go down the stairs, so I must have more to heal. Ah, okay. There we go. Nope! I hate to see Moon go out there in such fresh shape. Oh, Moon does- I forgot that if I look down at the bottom of the screen, I can see uh, everybody's status. And Moon has an issue. Canine Madness. There, now everybody's healed. Okay, down the stairs we go. And there's Rosie downstairs, along with some other guy, Boyd Talmage. A horse with black and white stripes? You mean like a skunk? No way. I ain't bitten. I ain't biting, Miss Rosie. And Rosie says, I damn be fibbing you, Boyd. Used to work in a circus. I've seen all sorts of things like that. Aw, Rosie. Rosie looks all surprised and says, Why, pay me green and call me a cucumber. By golly Jiminy, if it ain't Doc, Moon, and Kid. And here's Rosie's intro. A firecracker rodeo gal with spit and spirit. Her family died in the attack on Ashwood, but she maintains a relentlessly cheerful attitude. Rosie's fearlessness and brash behavior may be hiding something. Oh, that was... I read that in a cheery voice at the end, but that was kind of dark. Uh, we see the circus. I first met Kid briefly in Swellsville, but by coincidence I met him again at that traveling circus where I was working as a lion tamer for Mad Earl McGovern. Kid helped me track down my lions after someone had secretly released them from their cages. It was Monty Spades. That fellow then tried to sick my own lines on me when I was doing my performance. Thankfully, you three showed up in the nick of time to save me. We beat Monty together, and he met an accidental grisly end. His luck finally ran out. We made it back to Swellsville to tell the sheriff about the Saints' little game and the attack on Ashwood. But he didn't think it would do any good unless we had proof. So we all decided to track down the Saints' little gang ourselves, capture them, and get them to confess. It's the only way to stop this war from tearing our country apart, you hear? And now we're back in the, the present, and she says, Y'all looking a bit older since last I laid eyes on you. Kid, you slicking your hair back with beer, with bear grease? Excuse me. Rosie, do you know anything about the Chepequick who attacked Mr. Talmage? Nah, I was just chewing the rag with this button when you got here. But what are we waiting for? Let's go check it out. Just like old times. And Rosie joined the party. And we're going to pick up this cheese that's in the corner. Then we're going to check this treasure chest after we pick up some flour. And then in the treasure chest, we found a barrel. And now we're going to go up the stairs. And we're going to go talk to Rusty the dog who's sleeping on some boxes. He's such a good boy. Uh, why won't we talk to me? 
Talk to Rusty Dog. There we go. Now that the gang's all back together, where will you be heading next? Uh, what can I do for you? We're going to save. New save. There, I saved your game. All right. Uh, there's there's some uh, early gameplay of uh, Boot Hill Bounties. Um, I really like it. I, I find this game very charming. It's a very... It's not quite a cozy game like we've talked about over on the geek to geek Media group because, you know, there's combat and stuff. It's a little intense, but it's just it's just nice. It's a nice game. It's a nice RPG. It's really cute storytelling, really cute character art. I like the Old West setting. I like the combat. The combat system's different than I've played in many other RPGs, but I really like it. Uh, so yeah, that's Boot Hill Bounties. Um, they recapped the first game reasonably well at the start of this. I feel like you could just jump in with uh, with number two here, but but you shouldn't. You should go play both of them because they're very fun games, and hopefully someday we get a number three as well. I know it's still being worked on. Someday, someday. Um, until then, and until next time, friends, tap A and hope for the best. If you enjoyed my show, it would mean a lot if you would rate and review it on iTunes, share it on social media, or check out my Patreon. You can find all of my stuff at troidalpower.carrd.co. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Do you like video games? Ever wanted to make a video game? Well, have I got the game jam for you. The third annual Probably Jam is the jam for those with questionable taste, and it runs from April 20th to June 9th to give participants a nice amount of time to make something cool. This year's theme is remove, replace, or add a letter from an existing franchise, such as God of WAP, Peach Island, or DOOR. Check the description for more information.